0: Radhe Radhe, govinda, govinda, Radhe. Radhe Radhe, radhe govinda, govinda, Radhe Radhe, radhe everyone. Radhe. So we continue to read from Saints of Raja. <coughs> we are at page number 383. Chapter 38, the story of Chota Baba. Chota means small in audience. Mm-hmm. There is also one Chota Baba now with Vinod Baba always. I don't know if anyone follow Vinod Baba life class. There is one like this I He gives Kata also, they call mm-hmm. him Chota Baba. <laughs> so this last story is just something. Uh, there is some printing mistake always so we will just (laughs) like now chota baba was born the first sentence so there is some printing mistake here and there (laughs) (laughs) keep keep mind Yeah. chota baba was born because he was too young he began to be called chota baba young babaji and was known by that name until the end Chota Baba was completely sold out to Jai Krishnadas Baba on account of his sweet and loving behavior. He accepted him as his Shiksha Guru and decided never to leave him. Jai Krishnadas deputed him in the service of his deity Radha Madan Mohan. Jai Krishnadas was so much pleased by his service and his spontaneous loving attitude towards the deity that he decided to train him in Raganuga way of bhakti, which consists in spontaneous loving service of Radha Krishna, practiced with imaginary transcendental body under the guidance of the Guru. He asked him one day, Do you have your Guru Pranalika? There is a footnote. Guru Pranalika explanation, A written statement provided by the Guru in which are given the name, age, color, dress, etc. of that transcendental body of the disciple along with a particular kind of service of Radha Krishna, assigned to him. Similar details about transcendental bodies of the Guru and the Gurus preceding him on that line are also given. He said, I do not know what Guru Pranalika is. Baba explained to him what it meant and said, You have to go to Navadvip once to get the Guru Pranalika from your Guru. It is necessary for Raghunuga Bhajan, which I want you now to adopt. He also explained to him the importance and sweetness of Raghunuga Bhajan. But Chota Baba was so much attached to Jai Krishnada's Baba that he could not think of leaving him even for a moment. He regarded his company and service more important and enjoyable than any other kind of bhajan. He could not say anything in reply and expressed his unwillingness to go to Navadvip by shedding tears. Baba impressed upon him the necessity and importance of Raganuga Bhajan again and again, and somehow made him agree to go to Navadvit to bring his guru Pranalita. One had to go to Hataras to board the train from, ben- from Bengal. The next day, Chota Baba started for Hataras. Jai Krishnadas Baba bade him farewell. Both parted with tears. (coughs) While Chota Baba was going to Hatteras, tears incessantly flowed from his eyes. As he approached Hatteras station, his heart began to sink. He knew that as soon as he would board the train, his soul would leave the body. He was in a pitiable situation. Obedience to the command of the Guru meant death. Disobedience also meant death. He began to pray to Radharani and Vrindadevi and say, O Radhe, O Vrinde, you must be aware of my plight. I have taken shelter under your feet in the expectation that you will be merciful to me. And will one day accept me in the service of your lotus feet? Why are you pushing me away from your feet? At least bless me so that I die before the fateful hour of my boarding the train arrives. Radharani and Vrindadevi heard his prayers. As soon as he reached the station, he breathed. A sick of relief to find that the train had already left. He decided to go talk to Jai Krishnadas Baba and tell him how it uh, how he was prevented from going to Navadvip by Radharani and Rinda Devi. Jay Krishnadas Baba was already repentant for having asked Chota Baba to go to Navadvip for bringing his guru pranali for vrinda devi had scolded him in a dream and said why did you send him to navadvip when his guru pranali is already there on the altar of radha madan mohan jai krishna das was surprised to find the guru pranali on the altar he was also happy to see how brinda devi had showered her mercy upon Chota Baba, but there was no end to his grief when he thought that Chota Baba must have already gone a long way and would soon reach the station in time for the train. He began to pray to Vrindadevi to see that he did not reach in time and was compelled to come back. He was praying to Devi and weeping when in the evening he saw to his surprise Chota Baba coming back to his ashram. He ran towards him and embraced him before he could obey and apologize for not being able to reach Hatteras in time for the train. There was no end to the happiness of Chota Baba when he was told about the mercy of Vrinda Devi and her discovery and presentation of his guru pranali. He began to practice Raganuga Bhajan under the guidance of Jai Krishnadas Baba. After some time, Jai Krishnadas Baba left the body. Before leaving, he said to Chota Baba, "Continue your bhajan." do not leave braja even for a day radharani will surely be pleased and give you darshan chota baba continued his bhajan he became old but he did not have the darshan of radha or krishna the pain of separation became unbearable to him one day two children one boy and the other girl both about six or seven years old, came to the couture of Baba and said, Baba, give us water to drink. Baba came out of his couture and saw them. He was charmed by their beauty. He had never seen such beautiful children before. Baba poured water from his Karava into the cut hands of the boy and he drank then the boy said baba give water to my wife as well baba laughed and said your wife both of you are so young you're married no baba we are not yet married but we shall be married someday oh you shall be married but how can she be your wife until you're married? The boy said, Baba, you do not know. The girl said, No, Baba, he is telling a lie. I came to the forest to pick flowers. He begilled, begilled, anyone knows this word? Beguiled. Sorry, but I think, in the words. Like cheating, mm-hmm. kind of cheating. Trick me, he tricked me. He tricked me, he be- beguiled me by his talks and brought me here. Baba then began to pour water into her hands, imperfectly cupped. The water fell on the ground and she could not drink. Baba said to the boy, Your wife does not know how to cup her hands. She's too simple, said the boy. He put his own cupped hands close to her mouth to make make her drink, and she drank. But then said, uh, Baba then said to the boy, Lala, it is now getting dark. You reach home. The boy took the girl by the hand and began to go. Baba continued to look at them, like one spellbound. They also turned repeatedly and looked at Baba with a tricking smile as they went. They had gone only a small distance when they suddenly disappeared. At once, a new consciousness dawned upon Baba. He was filled with a strange feeling of bewilderment happiness, and sorrow. He realized that the two children were no other than the two divinities of his heart, whom he had worshipped so long. They had thus appeared because he had desired that they once drank water from his hands, as Krishna had drank from the hand of Jai Das was the story in the beginning, Jay Krishna Das, I don't know if you remember, we read, when Krishna Balaram came to the Jay Krishna Das Baba Kutir to ask for water, They were just covered boys from the outside, and Jay Krishna Das started putting water on the cupped hands of uh, Krishna, who was looking just a normal covered boy, and all the water was falling from uh, the hands, like was passing through, but he did not even realize, because he was just so charmed by Krishna's beauty. And then when they I met, all the, of him, the water down, they say, How it happened? He was drinking all the water. And then realization came. He was, happy. he was happy at their disappearance. Sorry. He was happy at their appearance, but unhappy at their disappearance and his inability to recognize them. <clears throat> their disappearance after appearing only for a short while made him feel the pangs of separation as he had never felt before he wept and wept until sleep came and gave him relief in sleep Radhakrishna again appeared to him in a dream they said Baba Continue your bhajan. In due course, we shall give Saksat Darshan, which is direct darshan in true or undisguised form. In due course, we shall give Saksat Darshan to you. Chota Baba must have been blessed by their darshan again, but who knows when and how. Chota
1: Baba Ki! Maduri ha il microfono chiuso. Mi sentite? Okay.
2: Excuse me, uh, uh, I lost
3: uh, Italian room. No.
1: Anyone
0: want to Sì. <coughs> Let's continue. Mm. So next story, chapter 39. Karta Krishnadas Baba. Karta Krishnadas Baba had taken initiation from some saint in the line of disciplic succession from Nityananda. Siddha Krishnadas Baba of Govardhan was his Siksha Guru. He became Siddha like him by practicing Sadhana under his guidance. He was called Siddha Baba because he had become Siddha in the Upasana of Astakalya He was called Guti, Guti Kavale Baba because he had expanded on Bengali on the Sanskrit Guttika of Siddha Krishnadas Baba of Govardhan and given it the form in which it is available today. He was called Karta. Karta in Bengali means manager, governor or head of a society or institution. Because he was on account of his spiritual stature, the natural head or leader of the Vaishnava society of his time, all the sadhus and Vaishnavas of Braja took instruction from him. They could not do anything which was not approved by him. Karta Krishnadas Baba lived for one hundred four years. He did not let a single second pass without the service of Radha Krishna or Devaishnavas. He hardly had any time for his own self. He did not have time even for madukari. He went for madukari only once in two or three days. If he had any leisure after doing his Seva Puja, he spent it in making Gadadi or copying Gulika for the Saurus. Anyone knows yeah. Gadadi Gulika?
3: Oh.
0: These two terms. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, with a L let's see if there is any
0: glossary. No. Okay. But even uh, but even then though he seemed outwardly to be occupied with these activities inwardly he was always absorbed in the meditation of the lila of radha and krishna sometimes he got do absorbed that he lost outward consciousness and the external activities remained suspended for hours once a kirtan singer came from Bengal to serve the sadhus of Vrindavan through kirtan. The sadhus said, "If you can please Kartababa of Govardhan through your kirtan, you should think that you have done some real service." He went to Kartababa and requested him to hear his kirtan, asking if anyone like to do henna. <laughs> he went to Karta Baba the kirtan singer and requested him to hear his kirtan Baba had at that time taken his bath and was going to do tilak on his body he said politely Baba where is the time to do kirtan on his insistence however he said very well while I do tilak you do, Kirtan. He started Kirtan. Baba poured some water on his left hand and began to rub on it the earth of Radhakund for Tilak. Kirtan was about the lila relating to the first meeting between Radha and Krishna. As the Kirtaniya sang, Baba saw the lila enacted before his mind. He was so absorbed in the lila that in rubbing the earth, his hands sometimes moved, sometimes stopped. Ultimately, it stopped altogether. Baba went into a stupor and his mind was totally fixed on the lila. The kirtan began at 8 o'clock in the morning and continued until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. When the Kirtan stopped, Tilak still remained undone. The saints of Raja of that time used to send their disciples to Karta Krishnadas Baba for training in Asta Kalila Smarana, meditation on the Asta But Baba did not give training to everyone. He trained only those who had risen above the ordinary level and acquired control control over the senses therefore before accepting anyone for training he kept him in his ashram for some time in order to test his eligibility once asadu came to him and requested for shiksha in astakalila smarana he received him well and gave him a place to stay in his ashram. At night, he gave him to eat pieces of bread, chapati probably, which he had received in Madukari three days before, after soaking them in water to make them soft. Then he went and sat elsewhere to watch his reaction from a distance. He could understand from his facial expression that he was not eligible for Asta Kalilas Marana. <laughs> so the Sadhu approached to Baba mm-hmm. for Asta Kalilas Marana training, mm-hmm. guidance. Mm-hmm. And he would say that he was not giving to everyone, that only to those who already acquired full control over the senses. So also on the taste. like. So he made a test to him and he gave him to eat chapati, three, four days old so very dry but he soaked them in water to make little soft and then gave to him but of course they're not so nice i think
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it should not be like uh, be disturbed if you acquire control over his senses right uh-huh. but he was then he put himself in a side to see the uh, the face of this sadhu eating the chapati from his uh, face reaction he could understand that he that he was displeased oh. by eating the rotten chapati, so it means that he did not oh. acquire yet control over the senses. So this made him uh, realize that he could not give training.
3: Oh. It's so easy, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not all for granted, man. No? <laughs> That's why Guru is so merciful. You see around.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Otherwise, no, no, but Italian, just no. giving, like, <laughs> yes. without seeing the
4: qualification. Yes. Otherwise, no Italian like to come when this food is so dry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, a, it's a little smarter. Yes. That is me.
3: <laughs> this is for questions, okay? Mm-hmm.
0: He came back and pretending to have given him the stale bread by mistake, Kapatu said, Oh, what have I done? I have given the stale bread. He gave him fresh bread to eat and himself ate the stale. (laughs) (laughs) After some time, he said to him, You are still the slave of your tongue. As long as a man is attached to the world of senses and is given to sense enjoyment, he is not qualified for Raganuga Bhajan. You should continue to practice Vaidi Bhakti. By the practice of Vaidi Bhakti, when your heart is purified and your desire for sense enjoyment is completely eliminated, you should come to me for Raganuga Bhajan. So long as Siddha Krishnadas Baba of Govardhan was alive, Siddha Karta Krishnadas Baba lived in Govardhan near the Bhajan Kutir of Sanatan Goswami in the bank of Manasiganga. The place where he lived is even today called Siddha Baba Kitahura after his name as siddha baba after the passing away of siddha krishnadas baba of govardhan karta Krishnadas baba shifted to Nutangera in radakund once the ownership of radakund became a subject of dispute between the Bengal Sadhus of Radhakund and the Brajavasis. The Brajavasis said, We shall not let the Bengali Sadhus touch the water of Radhakund. The Bengali Sadhus went to Kartababa and asked him what they should do. He replied We shall not fight with the Brajavasis. If Radharani does not want that we should not touch in the Kund, we shall not. The sadhus obeyed. On the Krishna Ashtami day of the month of Kartik, bath in Radakund has special spiritual importance. On that day, Baba became restless for bath in Radakund. He sat on the bank of Radakund near the samadhi of Raghunadas Goswami and said prayerfully to Radharani, Merciful Rade, I know that it must be on account of some offense committed by us that you have deprived us of the privilege of bathing in your kund. But if today you kindly arrange somehow to send me only a handful of water from the kund I would sprinkle it on my body and be blessed. At that time, came from village Kunjar eight or ten brajavasis with staff in their hands. While they were taking off their clothes to bathe in Radakund, they saw Baba sitting aside and shedding tears. They said, Baba. Why are you sitting aside and shedding tears? The moon has come up and it is time to bathe. Baba told them about the dispute with the Brajabasis and they resolved not to let the Bengali sadhus bathe in Radhakund. They shouted together, Baba, you must bathe. We shall see who prevents you from bathing. Baba refused to bathe. But they forcibly took him into the kun and made him bathe. The Brajavasis of Radakund raised much hue and cry, but they could not do anything, because they feared the Brajavasis of Kunjar. After the Brajavasis of Kunjar had gone, the Sarus apprehended that the Brajavasis of Radakund might start violence. But the same night, Radharani said to the Brajavasis in a dream, Radha Kund is my Kund. The Sadhus also are my own. Who are you to prevent them from bathing? Next morning, the Brajavasis spoke to one another about the dream each one had seen. They understood that they had committed an offense against Radharani and the Bengali Sarus. They went and fell at the feet of Karta Baba and prayed for pardon. Karta Krishnadas Baba lived in Nutangera for 10 or 12 years after which he passed away. His Samadhi is there. Karta Krishnadas Baba Ki jai.
3: Can I ask you something? Okay, okay. am sorry. Oh, That's not so important maybe, but uh, do you think it's uh from this moment we we are also allowed to pay, to take bath in Radha-Kund? Was this, for example, the point, the moment that we are also allowed now? Otherwise, we would not have been allowed, I think, no? We are not Bengali, but even even worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there might be, like in Jagannathpur, in the temple, that no foreigners are allowed. There might be that before in Radha-Kund, we are saying that uh, only Brajavasis could bait in radakund so yeah it might be that this is the turning point <laughs> now
3: the, for two weeks uh, Jayananda we, was, yeah, yeah. we was in radakund together we was together in Radha, radakund with a group janandati also and we come back at the uh, I don't know. This is maybe not a question, but it is go over the obstacle with bath in in Kund, and we go to to uh, Gurudev, and we woman's was was not in take a bath another uh, take a bath, and I don't really understand. But Gurudev say it's not so good when we bath in Kund, but I don't know. But he, it's maybe a worrying, but it's a little little too worrying now, but. I don't know. I, I want to ask again him over this. Good. Maybe it's better, and then I can.
0: Maybe he meant something. What? What's right. meaning? What have? One time he, he, it was.
3: Uh, take the rasa. Time. He say take the rasa. He say. Yeah, one time was Kartik
0: time. Uh, actually, ah. it was the betting day of Radakund. Hmm. Allastami. Hmm. And we were in Radhakun with and It was the first day Gurudev met to uh, Mani's family. Oh, then he went to him mm-hmm. we were a big group and uh, when Gurudev met Maniti Swami mm. of course Gurudev would tell you that it was so great and high and Manidiswami Swami the same but Gurudev was very like so humble to him and after then we came out from the uh, from his residency Then Gurudev said uh, that he has really taken bath in Radha just by meeting a sadhu who is a rasika and who gave him the feeling, the real feeling of Radakun. so would have said that is the real bad and not what physically people are doing because it was the day of Baulastami, mm-hmm. So maybe he meant something like that. That mm-hmm. still he says that the historian that is the that is the the real bad
5: that in
6: about something then. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. well, I don't really know much about this whole thing, but I wanted to ask you, maybe you some of you know that um for some reason, I've heard something that our um like we here are connected more into the lila that take part on the Yamuna, and uh, not around the, those kunjas who are, that are at Radakund. I'm not really familiar with this details of it, but if any one of you know maybe more details, you could maybe uh, say something. And, and for some reason i also wanted to ask that you see none of us wear radhakund tilak but white tilak also also radhagovinda das babaji is seen on the pictures always wearing white tilak and i really didn't know why but somebody mentioned to me like one little detail that because there is something related to these Idea that they are participating in the lila's on the Yamuna, not on Radakund, and these lila's are taking place at night, and Radakund lila's are at daytime. So um
0: somebody who was like our sangha or something, Um it's important. To know
6: that I think I'm not sure, but maybe 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 La Bangalatika knows something because she's painting. For some reason, I don't know how, both of her and myself, whenever we uh, meditate, we, get, we end up near the Yamuna. <laughs> and uh, um, she was painting always this, if you see the, the pictures there, uh, they are always Yamuna River. And uh, for some reason, all the Lilas are taking, part, taking place at the Yamuna and and that's why we were curious but i don't know how i got this uh information so i was thinking that maybe maybe you some of you know better maybe why this technical detail why this Why not, <laughs> why not maybe yes maybe maybe yeah. maybe he can is here
3: i'm is not that? sure because i did not see otherwise
0: yeah. <laughs> He just uh-huh. appeared. <laughs> yeah, I was tracking him here. One second, before he
3: mm-hmm. was here. Okay. I don't like topic, I don't
0: know. <laughs> oh, I, I think Rafi. Uh, uh, ah, he's here. Yeah, wow, wow. good.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gurudev, <laughs> you, uh, you did have you, you like hear? No, you keep because you will ask again. Mm. Oh,
6: I don't know. I don't even know how to formulate the question actually.
3: Maybe you, you can ask. Him.
6: Gurudev, did you hear me?
3: No.
5: no. Yes. We can not hear you.
3: Mm-hmm. Are? Oh. you Rade. hear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now is okay. Hearing.
6: Yes
1: radade so so uh, uh question... mahababa we heard perfectly your question ah, okay, okay. in in gurudev's room yes perfectly it, it, it is very clear and gurudev asked me to say something about this it's okay you hear me
6: yes we hear you
1: Okay, because my voice is broken, and so what to do? I have to fulfill his desire. So, uh, by Radhika's mercy, and the mercy of our Guru Manjari, we received our eternal place, our eternal kunja. And this kind of kunja is somewhere around, depends from person to person, mostly, mostly. Around Radha Kunda. So, this is our eternal address, eternal home. So, all pastimes which are going in Radha Kunda are the pastimes where Manjaris are very intensively uh, engaged. Uh, in the pastimes of Yamuna, the presence of Manjari is notable. We can hear about that, we can listen about that. But the pastimes of Manjaris
3: sorry. Uh,
1: uh, sorry, the pastimes of Radha and Mohan is there and mostly of them are sakis who are around this their pastimes. They are nourishing the pastimes of Radha Kunda. Of course. In, uh, around Yamuna, there is a different Kunjas. Everywhere is a different Kunjas. But in the moment when Radha and Mohan comes in the Kunja, Manjaris are starting to serve them intimately. But when the pastimes are going on in the river, let's say River Yamuna, then are serving, watching, observing, bringing Radhika to Yamuna, helping them to meet. And it's not a place which is specially reserved for Manjaris at not Radhakunda, because Manjaris are bringing Radhika also to Govardhan during deep night in some special cave. So Manjaris are always present, because they are shadows of Radhika, like Gurudev said, and they are allowed to go everywhere. And because without Radhika, they cannot survive. And Radhika desperately needs them, the most needs them. So, this is some kind of explanation. Gurudev will give the more. Because we, when we are listening the pastimes, we should be very careful: are they are in the mood of Sakiba, Sanchari or are written or expressed in the mood of Bhav. For that reason, we should le- listen Vipa Manjari, because it's very, very clear, and it is the way how we can learn to think, to feel and to act like manjaris. When these things become clear, then devotee automatically, naturally, he will know his place in Govardhan, in the pastimes of Govardhan, or daily pastimes, nightly pastimes, Yamuna pastimes, different forests. But by the mercy of our Prayojan Guru, Ragunath Tulsi Manjari, we can receive the mercy for Manjari Baba. And we can receive the mercy of Rupa Manjari because we are in that line. Maybe different lines, they have some other approach, which is perfectly all right. But our lineage is very strongly connected to the Rupa Manjari and the Rati Manjari. And Guru Dev is begging us, he's not forcing us, but he's begging us Please don't go around. Take the shelter of Ragunat and Vilapa Manjali, because this is the only book when Manjeri Bhava is completely clear. And then confusions or questions or maybe when someone says something uh, a little bit different. Actually, for us, will be very, very clear. So I said this. Maybe Guru Dev is not satisfied. Especially maybe you are not satisfied. I'm sorry. No, it's very clear. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clear.
2: Um, I just had one question about uh, mm, the Lilas, and um, yes, I will just <laughs> be open about my confusion. Um, so I'm just wondering, I um, when I meditate on the Lilas, I do wonder, um, are the Lilas fixed? And then we, in our meditation, we meditate on the Lilas we read about and then get a the feeling for it? Or is it that we contribute to the Lilas by the feelings we meditate with? Does
1: that make sense?
2: Like, are the Lilas uh-huh. Was that clear?
1: Radhe, Radhe, Gurudev is... Again, one is putting me in the situation to try to answer for my benefit and for my advancement, at least. First, we have to establish ourselves and fix in manjari Bhav, stai Bhav. When it's clear, then other things will come spontaneously. And reading Vilapa's Kusumanjali, again, is the only book and only kripa meant for attaining this Staibhav, fixed position. And we should surrender to Raghunath with for that. If we try to go around, then it's good. But what will happen, we don't know. So by following the Vilapha Kusumanjali, we will receive all necessary informations, all necessary feelings all necessary art of serving. But in the same time, when we are listening, these pastimes described in Vilapakusu Manjali, we should always see ourselves like Manjali, very closed with our Guru Manjali. Then, we can approach to other Manjaris, elder Manjaris, and so on, and so on, and receive their mercy. So by the Through the meditation on lila, the best thing is to find, Anantadas Babaji somewhere is writing, find the easiest way for your mind. And when he say easiest way, he thinks, find easiest lila for your mind, that you don't make any endeavor, and stop there. And Gurudev is adding, and meditate. So this is the answer. Easy, Lila, for yourself, not what others are saying, what is easy for them, for you. What, what is more attractive, sweet, beautiful, and stop on that place. And just meditate. And feel it. Because, Guru Devi is saying, feel it. Because meditation without feeling is not real meditation. We need feelings, but this kind of feelings has to be infused in our hearts, by strong connection with our Guru Parampara. Rade,
0: continue. Rinaval Kishore Baba, there exists in Nandagram, in Braja, the temple of Nandalal, the son of Nanda, Krishna. It was in a very dilapidated condition about 150 years ago. The veranda in front of the temple was uneven and rugged. Nandalal thought that if the floor was reconstructed, and made of smooth marble, he could be able easily to move about and play in it. This was a trifling matter for Nandalal, for he was the Lord and the Creator and Destroyer of the universe. His Lilasaki Yogamaya could fulfill his desire as soon as it appeared in his mind, but Yogamaya knew that her lord had appeared in this incarnation not as the lord of the universe but as the son of nanda and Yashoda, as the friend of sudama and sudama again shridam probably sudam and shridam and the other cowards and as the beloved of gopis to reveal with them in love his purpose in this Incarnation, was only to love and be loved. Therefore, in this Incarnation, his Lordliness, Aishwarya, was completely enveloped by his sweetness, Madhurya, or loveliness, and he depended for the fulfillment of his desires, not on Yogamaya, but on the loving service of his devotees. Accordingly, he began to wait for a suitable occasion where he could ask or inspire a devotee to do marble flooring in the veranda of the temple. In village Chandari Kanagala, in district Alavar of Rajasthan, there lived a Brahmin devotee whose name was Naval Kishore. He was initiated in Ramanuja Sampradaya, and he worshipped Vishnu. His mother, Srimati Hiradevi, Devi, was a devotee of Nandalal. Nandalal was very kind to her. Once, when she fell down from a roof, he took her in his lap and saved her from suffering any injury. After this, she shifted to Nandagram and began to live there with Naval Kishore and his wife. She had lived in Nandagram only for a few months when Nandala made her leave her physical body to accept her in his service, in his transcendental town. Naval Kishore already had strong samskaras of bhakti, but after the death of his mother, his bhakti, and Vairagya became more intense. He went back to his village for a short while and returned after selling away his property and everything he had. He spent the money he brought in the service of the Sarus and Vaishnavas. One day he said to his wife, There are many thieves in Nanda They have an eye on on your ornaments. Give me the ornaments so that I may keep them in safe uh, custody somewhere. She gave the ornaments to him. After some time, she asked him where he had kept the ornaments. He replied, they have gone to the treasury of Nandalal. She understood that the ornaments had also been sold and utilized in the service of Vaishnavas. She did not mind because she was also a devoted lady. Naval Kishore's Varagya went on increasing. He sent his wife to her father's house, took Vaishnava sannyas and began to live on Madhukari. No one knew his new name as a sannyas. Therefore people began to call him navalkishore baba since navalkishore baba was a brahmin he had strong samskaras of purity impurity touchability and untouchability therefore he did not accept cooked food in madukari he accepted only food grains or flour he cooked himself and ate After offering the food to Vishnu, while cooking, he took special care to see that not even the shadow of any other person fall upon the food he cooked. It is the habit of Nandalal to regard anyone related to his devotee as his own, whether he has any love or regard for him or not. Naval Kishore was the son of his devotee, Devi, Therefore, he was as much his own as Devi. He thought of asking him to make the marble floor in the temple, but he felt hesitant for two reasons. One reason was that although he regarded him as his own, he did not recognize any relationship with him. He often went to his temple for his darshan because he lived in Nandagal. But he did not worship him as his ista. His ista dev, his ista dev was Vishnu. The other reason was that Naval Kishore was too much obsessed by the Brahma, uh, Brahminical rules and regulations of purity and impurity, which were repugnant to Raganuga Bhakti of Braja, in which the governing factor was love and not any rules and regulations of purity or impurity. Therefore, he thought of a devi- uh, device to first bring about complete change in Naval Kishore, in respect of both of these factors, which blocked the way of a loving relationship between him and Naval Kishore. One day, Naval Kishore went to the house of a Brajabasi woman for Madukari. She went in to bring flour. Her two sons, sitting in the veranda outside, were eating madheri, which is barley mixed with milk or curd, yogurt, from a pot. They were eating madheri from a pot. Naval Kishore so that Krishna and Balaram were also eating with them. They were eating with great relish from the same pot and looking jeeringly at him. He was surprised and stunned. He stood looking at them like one hypnotized. The woman came with flour and said, stretching her hand towards Baba, Take Baba. But Baba... Had lost outward consciousness under the spell of the beauty of Krishna and Balaram. He could neither see the woman nor hear her voice. She said in a louder voice, Baba, why are you looking at my children like this? Take Madhukar and go. Baba then looked at her with a start. After thinking for a while, he said, Ma, Not this flower. Give me a little maheri from the pot from which the children are eating. What? Said the lady, surprisingly. Have you gone mad? On other days, you did not accept anything cooked or touched by my children. And today you're asking for the remains of the maheri eaten by them. It was natural for the lady to feel surprised. How could she know that during the short interval between her going and coming out, Baba Naval Kishore was completely metamorphosed? He was no more the staunch Brahmin who regarded anything touched even by the shadow of another man as impure and did not eat even the prasad of a deity. If it was cooked by another man, he had now understood that the Thakur, God of Raja, valued the purity of the heart, not the purity of things offered to him. He was the God of love and could be won over only by love, not by the observance of the rigid rules and regulations of purity and impurity of things. Baba said, Ma, I have not gone mad. My madness has now disappeared. Now, do not hesitate. Give me Mahari. As he said this, his throat was choked, and tears rolled down his eyes. The lady thought Baba had truly gone mad. She kept standing and looking at him, but he jumped and took a handful of Mahari out of the pot. He was tastefully eating Mahari and swimming in the ocean of bliss. Tears of love and joy were coursing down his cheeks and drenching his chest. After this, Baba Navalkishore's Upasana took a new turn. There was a volcanic disturbance in his heart. He began to think I worshipped Vishnu so long, he did not give me darshan even once. But this Thakur of Raja blessed me with this darshan even though I never worshipped him. How kind, simple, and merciful is he? In the Upasana of Vishnu, there is an element of awe. He wants to be uh, revered and worshipped as God. But nonetheless, in not even conscious uh, is not even conscious of his divinity. He wants to love and be loved. He is not God, but love. Vishnu sits on his altar, accepts from a distance the bhog offered by his devotee, and leaves his remains for him. But the Thakura Braj goes from door to door in Braja and eats the remains of the Brajavasis. Naval Kishore found that the seat in his heart, which was so far occupied by Vishnu, had been captured by Nandalal. <coughs> Even when he entered to meditate on Vishnu, Nandalal came up in his mind, not Vishnu. He now worshipped Vishnu only outwardly. Inwardly, he always thought of Nandalal. One day, when Naval Kishore was meditating in the courtyard of the temple of Nandalal, he saw that Nandalal was moving about in the veranda of the temple on all floors. From time to time, he stopped and began to rub his knees with his hand. While meditating, Naval Kishore fell into a nap. He heard in a dream Nandalal saying to him, Baba, my knees are bruised. This was unbearable to Naval Kishore. He decided that he would beg or borrow and have the floor of the temple paved with smooth marble as soon as possible. The next day he went to Makarana in Jodhpur state and begged from a big merchant for marble stones for the temple of Nandalal. The merchant said, take as many as you like. Nandalal asked me also in a dream yesterday to give the stones to you. During those days, there was no railway line from Jodhpur to Nathura. The stones had to be brought on bullock carts. Very soon, the temple of Nandalal, including the veranda, were paved with marble. On one of the walls of the temple was inscribed a verse describing how Nandalal inspired Naval Kishore to pave the floor of the temple with marble. After this, Naval Kishore Baba became famous as a Siddha Babaji, who enjoyed the favor of Nandalal and had the power to fulfill the desires of people by his blessings. He used these powers sometimes for the service of Nandalal. Once he went to Mathura with his disciple Yugal Kishore, he asked Yugal Kishore to go and beg for some ghee for the service of his Thakur. Yugal Kishore went to a shopkeeper and begged for ghee. The shopkeeper gave ghee, but said, I have no child. Your Gurudev is a Siddha Mahatma, requesting on my behalf to bless me with a son. Yugal Kishore was by nature too simple and generous. He said, Well, well, I will tell him. You will have a son by his blessings. He reported everything to Naval Kishore. Naval Kishore was angry. He struck him with tongs on his back and said, Fool, you trade in my blessings. Go away from here. I do not want to see your face. Yugal Kishore fell at his feet. He begged for forgiveness and said, I shall never do that again. I shall go to the shopkeeper, return his ghee, and say, My Gurudev will not do anything for you. Nabalkishore's anger subsided. But he said, Now, since you have promised Nandalal will certainly bless the shopkeeper with a song. But the shopkeeper has cheated you. He has given a little ghee and taken a song. Now go and tell him that he will have to give rose water to Nandalal every day. The shopkeeper was happy to hear this. From the same day, he started offering rose water to Nandalal. In due course of time, he had a son. After the birth of the son, that shopkeeper started a new firm for selling stones and other materials. The firm brand was named Nandalal, Nandal Kishore Yugal Kishore. The firm exists and is known by this name even today. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> Can you
0: repeat it? So Nanda Lal Kishore, Yugal Kishore. Two names, Nanda Lal Kishore, Yugal Kishore. <clears> Set <throat> Bhagavan Das Berivala of Haryana was a wealthy merchant. He suffered great loss and his business were, was ruined. <clears throat> he, went, he went to Nandagal, described his condition, to baba naval kishore and prayed for his mercy baba said if you render service to nandalal your condition will improve he began to serve nandalal and his condition began to improve the members of his family have been rendering service to nandalal until this day his grandson ratan lal berival renovated the temple of nandalal and gave it its present form. Naval Kishore used to prepare for Nandalal ten bloods every day with his own hands. Eight of them were kept for Nandalal breakfast the next day, and two were kept with Mahal Yashoda to be given to him by her. If this practice which was started by Nanda Kishore, continues even today. Nava Kishore had Vatsalya Bhav towards Nandalal, but it changed into Madhurya Bhav. This is evident from one of his verses inscribed on the wall of the temple of Nandalal. Naval Kishore Baba's Samadhi assists at Aseshwara, in Nandagal, where he used to do bhajan. On the Samadhi, its date is inscribed as Vikram 1937, which means 1880 of the Christian era. Shinoval Kishor Baba Ki. Interesting, eh? yeah?
1: Yeah.
0: I think Saibab in parental affection, but changed to Madhurya. But
3: how, how did they know that he
0: changed? It's written here that there is some inscribed, but, something written on the stone of Nandagao temple.
3: But it's not, it came not uh, what he <coughs> did that somebody could see,
0: no? Here it says, Naval Kishore had Vatsalya Bab towards Nandalal, but it changed into Madhurya Bab. This is evident from one of his verses inscribed on the wall of the temple of Nandala. Mm.
3: So, he has mm-hmm.
6: so it means he has written himself these verses. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe you want to go Nandagana this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can, they might like, Gopal and they go Swami. Mm. They might know yes. the where these verses are in the temple.
5: I would like to say something. So, it's interesting from these all three stories, but uh, one thing was evident from the last story... Uh, where it was mentioned about uh, purity or impurity, and usually this is connected with ritualistic purity. So lots of devotees who are coming from societies or groups where this ritualistic purity is a must, uh, we can see, and we talk with them a lot, uh, that they are blocked by this concept of ritualistic purity and usually they cannot do any seva or even meditate because they are blocked by feeling that they are not allowed to do anything connected with seva if they are not pure even if it's not upon them that they cannot for example take bath or Uh, I don't know, they are sick or women are in period, you know. This uh, ritualistic purity is uh, blocking them to do anything. So it's beautiful to hear this, that only love is what we need, you know. Of course, cleanliness and purity is okay, but not... On that level, that blocks us in our connection with Radha Mohan. So we need to do it, but do it, of course. We need to be healthy. Food needs to be clear, uh, healthy, you know, and not uh, contaminated with anything dirty. But the point is that it shouldn't block us in our connection with Radha Mohan.
1: That's
5: the point. And usually this uh, ritualistic purity is not even spiritual, it's materialistic. Why am I'm, why I I'm saying this? Because it's mostly connected to body. Because what I noticed, people who are obsessed with ritualistic purity, you can hear only about body from them. Everything that they say is connected just with body. And only focus is on the body. Body needs to be like this, like that, decorated, like that, uh, uh, cleaned. You need to use left, uh, right hand, not left hand, this, that, this, that, you know, many things which are connected with the body. And their focus is on that, not focused on seva. And we can see an example from the second story about uh, Radakund Rajavasis, how they are thinking Radhakund is theirs and... Because they are born there, so Radha is theirs, but actually Radha is from Radhika, you know. And lots, lots of time people try to uh, put limitations or ownership on Radha and Krishna, you know. They are thinking like, oh, we are born in India, oh, Radha and Krishna are ours, I heard many times <laughs> this, that Radha and Krishna are Indians. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or uh, this example from Jagannath Puri Temple. You know that only Indian people can go into Jagannath Puri Temple. This is totally from at least uh, if you see from spiritual point, it's a materialistic view. But okay, I can understand. In all the stories, we know that Radha and Krishna they are making things happen so that we can learn something or even progress. We, we, we understand that uh, it's nothing by accident, you know. Even if we come to some group, which is not maybe totally ours, we learn something that we can move toward our group. I can say from my example that I would not change anything in my life if I could go back because then I would not be here today that's that's my point so even if some groups are not in connection with how it's today but they were important in my some part of my life so we went through ritualistic purity many ritualistic things but why to learn the difference to understand the difference we came yesterday from croatia where it was minus 1 you know and you come here in summer, so quickly we can see the difference. You know. Mahalo. You want to say more? No. Thank you. <laughs> you want to go
3: You need
5: to go to You Yeah. Now, there.
0: Uh, just pardon me, just something. Uh, in connection to what another you know, that Yael just explained. Um, just some kind of the point of view that I think all this purity and impurity and all the regulations is much to do about uh, with the Vaishnava etiquette, which is, as you say, connected to our Sadak Dea. And, of course, even in Sadak Dea here we have in the meditation that we are in a Gora Lila, right? That we are just living the Gora Lila. And so etiquette, Vaishnava etiquette, uh, is not... In a way that is helping us in our relation uh, to, to Radha Krishna, but it's very important in our relation with the devotees, like what we just live mostly when we are in an ashram. I think that the main teaching here of Naval Kishore, what uh, I mean, Krishna directly wanted to give to him he was a very siddhamatma. So uh, Krishna was just instructing him, uh, giving him the darshan that. The relation that one has with the Histadev, that should be free from all kinds of awe and reverence and all these things. That should not be the predominant uh, aspect of their relation in Raganuga Sadaka, obviously. But on the other side, I think that as Vaishnavas having Sadak Deya and mostly in the connection with the relation that we have also with our other devotees, mostly maybe when we live in an ashram and not just uh, at home, there are something which also is important and prevent us to make offences. Like if we take another Das Babaji, also he's teaching on the Sadak Dea, apart from uh, the Siddha Deya, what we can find like in Prambhakti uh, Chandrika, Madhurya Karambini. He explains so many detail about how there are different behavior let's call them because when we say offenses sounds kind of religious thing, but behaviors or or manners that if you are careful to uh, do that properly, mostly in the relation with the devotees in connection with the devotees, then they will help a lot to also have a clean Bhajan. But if we are not careful on that, like, about our behavior, how I'm behaving with uh, Jayananda Maharaj, which is my elder. No, no, know, know, no, like no. Like <laughs> because I think, oh, love is the main, of course, you know. But with this the he he's my elder. <laughs> that I have to, <laughs> that I have to, uh, um, to realize that, and 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 it's the truth, you know. So it's okay that love is the main, but. Uh, my attitude should be like to do Dandava to him, not he to me. Just one example I'm giving, because you're here nearby. Just one small example, you know. So all these things which regards the Sadak Dea, of course, Vishnava etiquette, but they really help. And uh, I don't remember who, but it was not an Antatash Babaji, say that actually in a devotee society, let's call, you know, just on the outward uh, platform, Sadak day a devotee who does not know any uh, etiquette is just a kind of disturbance for the devotee society. So I think, yeah, love is the main, of course, in the aspect of Bhajan and our relation with uh, uh, Ishtadev, but also on the Sadak Deva platform. Uh, some rules and regulations and Vaisnav etiquette, in my opinion, I think is also important. <laughs> so like... Two different, somehow, you know, not to mix them. There are two different uh, things. I, we just see Gurudev, how he's, he, he could be like, he's a Siddha Matma, right? We all are, agree on this here. And how he's careful, actually, in his etiquette and behavior. Like when you're taking money, sometimes Gurudev is giving 500 rupees to you, or 100, to pay some uh, beggar which come here in the temple. And if you take with the left hand, you would say, no, take with the right hand. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, uh, Gurudev is actually the first who is showing this example here of how with the Sadak there one, uh, follow the etiquette and all these things. And of course, in the inside, it's just full of love for the on Istadev and, and all the Vishnavas, but yeah, I think it's clear the point.
5: So, of course, uh, I mean this. This what you said is usually sorry, uh, connected with the culture, you know. Like uh, this example, taking le- uh, with the right hand, not the left hand, because we can understand that many societies in the world have maybe different opinion. You know, some are saying take it with the left hand, not the right hand. So this is called bon ton. We say you know that that you are a uh, culture, yeah. That uh, you are acting correctly in accordance to, to culture, you know, where you are. Between the Vaishnavas, you are acting in that way that is accepted. To be cultured, to, in a yeah.
6: cultured way. To be yeah. cultured, not to offend anyone.
5: Yeah, not to offend anyone, to, to be cultured, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, just uh, this is how you said connected with Sita Deha, yes. And it's important, of course. It's important because. Sadak Deha. Sadak Deha. Sorry. Sadak Deha. Yeah. And it is important. No, I, what I said before, I didn't thought to uh, yeah, yeah, imply the, uh, that it's not important. No, no, it was just to say, yeah. to prevent
0: sometimes the thought that comes, other uh, body say, okay, just love is important. Yeah. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. Oh, no. That no. sometimes can happen. <laughs> not not to, of course, cannot. Uh, yeah. But sometimes can happen. Oh, just love is important. But also we have to see where I'm standing. Uh.
5: Right. In in a way that is also showing love. You know, in that way. You keep keep that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. In, in that way, uh, we are also showing love and respect. Exactly. Yeah. So it's also love, like you're saying to Jayananda. You care how he feels. That's why you act a certain way towards him with respect and love. So it's also love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This Narayan Maharaj said
0: many times that outwardly one may look Vaidi Bhakta.
2: <laughs> you
0: also take Outwardly one may look Vaidi Bhakta, but inside is Raghunuga Bhakta. So the intention is different. But or Prabhupada also said that Vaishnavas are like the first uh, first class gentleman or gentle lady. So that should be like the uh, kind of concept you see. Kesha Baba also, how he behaves. Mainly all the great personalities, how they behave basically. On the outward also, uh, Paka. Say Paka, no? Mm -hmm. Like perfect. Mm -hmm. That always prevent to make any offense and so on.
2: Yeah. Rade, Rade. Um, I just think that, you know, in an international setting like this, when we're all coming from so many different cultures, and then adding on top of that we have all many different emotional states and we are on different consciousness levels so we also have to realize that we are all in our progress on our personal evolution through this journey and um, I think that in the essence for sure love is the juice it's the core of it all but if we are going to, as a society or like a community, somehow talk to each other and not past each other, not talk past each other, but talk and meet each other, there is some place for some common understanding. And um, I think that Baya said it very nicely, that if the focus is too much on the regulations, Then one loses the sight of what is the purpose. But if one is very like, you know, happy-go-lucky hippie style, then this can also create chaos and more distractions and more conflict. And in this way, I feel that we are so all so lucky. And I personally feel so blessed to meet you all and to be in Gurudev's presence because he, Shows us the way so nicely. Um, I have learned so many cultural codes through him. But before, it was hard to understand. It is cultural, but yeah. I just wanted to highlight this point. Okay, radě radě, Now, from
6: all of you, that whatever all what all of you said somehow comes down the conclusion that balance is important right balance between expressing love and expressing cultural uh, being cultured or, or manners good manners so balance harmony
3: thank you
4: uh, I can, you can take this. <laughs> so, uh, I was a little bit impressed this kind of behavior, some of Radha Kunda's uh, Bengali the behavior. Brajabashi Vaishnava say You cannot enter Radha Kunda. Okay. And then they accept, Okay, we accept if Radha Rani wants us to not enter. So, I was impressed. And also, we had the same experience. Because, previous society, we are, we, we, we are forbidden to, not to enter Radha Kunda. We just touch the, maybe three drop. And then, I was wondering, because Upadesha Murita, Rupa Goswami mentioned, as much as possible, we should base. And then, slowly, slowly, my understanding become, become little bigger. This is a very personal thing. If we have a kind of a greed for, for, you know, something, this, this is also different, maybe, you know, story different, but in our case, why Pabupada prohibited? Uh, slowly, slowly, I could understand and, uh, so each devotee has different uh, feeling, also different stage. And also Gurudev see our stage. You should do, do this, you should not do this. I think that is we should follow. Sometimes Gurudev say, you know, this time we should not bathe Radha because of, you know, many, many panda, many devotees, and then many some disturbance may happen. You should not just touch that go. Sometimes Guru Dev say like this. Sometimes we say, you know, Guru Dev today, you know, this devotee very eager to bathe, you know, is it okay. Yeah okay. Sometimes like this. And they and give some specific instruction. So better to do this, do that. So anyway, so this bhakti is very deep because uh, body accept external ac- uh, aspect, also internal aspect. Also time, place, and the circumstance, and the person. Also, according to Guru Dev's instruction. So therefore, we cannot say this is absolute. Say, Golanga Sundaraji explained very nicely. So, but uh, Mahanidhi was saying, very subjected means each, each person has a different uh, relationship with the Lord. Le- leader may be different, differentiated, different. Sometimes we confuse because, you know, if we read Bhagatam or Chaitan Ch- Ch- Charitamita, many readers or many books, many readers in different way described. So if we think this is absolute, and then, oh, this leader is not good, is not good. We may material thinking like this. But the good them sometimes saying, we should appreciate all feeling. Also, all, all, pastime also. Because very much subjected. For example, we, we, we go to everyday Mongolatic. For example. Or we eat every, everyday lunch prasada. But sometimes time is different. Sometimes distributing parts is different. Sometimes food is different. Different variety of food. So this is very, you know, so many, and Lira also. Many devotees thinking. I also, I was thinking, why Radha Kunda is highest? But uh, slowly, slowly I understand. My, my understanding may, may be wrong. But uh, my feeling like this. Radha Kunda is only Madura Baba. But uh, in Brindavan, many Rila is mixing, even Yamuna mixing. So in that sense, Radha Kunda is the highest. But if we see day, day to day's Nitya Rila, Kunda is noontime Rila. Nyamuna is many Lira, but especially intimate Lira is night time. So for some person, prefer to this jamuna Lira. This very personal thing. For example, so if we meditate Mongolatic, what kind of situation they are? Where they are staying? Kunja. This each person may be different. I sometimes feel, oh, you know, Lada Mohan and Nyamuna. You know, they're they are going to jabat and underground. So therefore, if we see different past pers- perspective for especially for Manjari Baba, which one is the highest? Some some person some some person who has Baba, Basara Baba, which one is the highest? Even say Saki Baba, which is the highest. Or man by which one is highest. This may be different from each each person. So this is you know for me very easy to understand this why I'm a leader, why you are, why you are trying to med you know meditate and writing. For me very easy to access you know accessible because sometimes I also same feeling same meditation. <laughs>
6: Thank you. These are, these are such beautiful topics. And I just want to add, I maybe I'm wrong, but I want to share how me personally, how I see, how I feel about Radhakund. Um, my personal feeling about Radhakund is that this is Radharani herself in this liquid form, that this is Radhika and her presence and her love and if I take bath in Radhakund, of course I, I never did that in my life, I just took water on my head, but my feeling is that I take, if I take Radakund bath, is I'm connecting, uniting with Radharani and uh, he, I'm taking shelter of Radhika in this way, so in, in a manjari mood. It's like you get into the Radha to take embrace and take shelter of Radhika and her mercy. So maybe it could be viewed in that way
4: also. Sure. Because, you know, because... Uh, then, I, maybe. Yeah. Because... Uh, oh, sorry. Radha Kundas, near Radha or in the Radha Kundas, many Kunjas there. Then our... Anangamandjali, kunja, also there. So in that sense, for us, very dear also.
6: And uh, also related to these lilas near Yamuna, for somehow in my case, it's not that I consciously choose to, you know, whether I will go there and what will happen, it's not up to me. I'm I'm just um, like a passive observer. I'm just witnessing what is given to me. It's not that I choose, like, aha, now today I'm going to go to Yamuna, and this is Yamuna. No, I don't even know what why I'm there, what is going on. Just observe what is happening. And I just see river. And I assume that this could be Yamuna. What else? River is there. <laughs> and then... Um, it's like things are just opening up in some way. And uh, like a puzzle, I collect information because I see river, I feel fragrance, I see some interesting things going on. And then La sends me a picture where she started painting Yamuna. And then I said, Wow! This is the same thing that I just saw. And then this is another piece of the puzzle that comes like, aha, that must be Radha and Krishna are next to the Yamuna. So these things are not given to us, are not there because we choose, but these are some drops of mercy that we just observe and they are there. Uh, It's not that we um, decide on those things. So it's not up to me, it just happens, so I can't help it, you know, <laughs> it's there, so I, I've been uh, put there, and that's what you get, you know, you have to accept it, <laughs> um, that's how I see it, you know, it's like like uh, everything is guided, and we are put in a certain place where we are needed, pro- probably at that particular moment, right?
4: So thank you very much. Very nice sharing. So Shri is is gone. So now Arctic time. Radha Mohan is calling. Thank you very much. Radhe
1: Radhe.